Greetings and welcome to our very first away mission. This is Pags. I'm Foley. Jay. I'm Batman. And for our very first outing, nothing but pure West. Oh yeah. You see, friends. Batman. Batman. Yeah. Uh, the 66 series. Yes. We have watched the very first episode of Batman. High Diddle Riddle. Starring Frank Gorshin as the Riddler. Who's magnificent. Oh man. It's so great. This first episode is dynamite right out of the gate. Immediately. Just firing on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Adam West is at his campiest, hammiest best in this series. The gravity of his voice... And the absurdity of his lines. But he totally sells it. Oh, like yeah. every single line. Yeah, this yeah. is a man who believes with great conviction in every single word that leaves his mouth. And the beauty of it is that everyone on the show does. Yeah. There's not a single person who isn't completely committed to the campiest possible character they could play. Frank Gorshin is especially Oh my god. He's an amazing Riddler. And I love that... The best Riddler ever. Absolutely. And what I really love about his Riddler, uh, apart from the way he plays it, is his costumes in both versions, because he has two. Yeah. Uh, He's got his Riddler skin tight suit, you know, like the standard... The tights. With the uh, purple undies and the... Question uh, marks going down one leg. Yeah, and the domino mask. Yeah. And he's got his business suit, you know? He's got his full-on question mark blazer and pants. Top hat. Top hat. Yeah, bowler hat. Bowler hat, uh, yeah. And cane, which is super classy and certainly the inspiration for the Riddler as we saw him in Batman the Animated Series. And like Hush and every good version of the Riddler. Yeah, whenever they want to class the Riddler up, they go with that version of the Riddler. And it's great. This episode, as the first Riddler episode, the riddles aren't as absurd as they become later in the series. Eventually, the riddles will become complete non-sequiturs entirely. Like, the riddle and the answer will be basically nonsense. Yeah, here you go. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, early days, the writer's writer will actually come up with some riddles. My favorite riddle of this episode has to be, there are... Four men on a boat? Four men on a boat with four cigarettes and no lighter. How do they smoke? The answer, of course, is they threw one cigarette overboard and made the boat a cigarette lighter. (laughs) Of course. Amazing. That's genius. That's art. (laughs) That's so great. Or the very first riddle we get is why is an orange like a bell? They both need to be peeled. Peeled. It's it's a dual meaning because they go to the Peel Museum. They do indeed. The Peel Art Art Museum. Museum. And that's where they fall into the Riddler's dastardly trap. You see, the Riddler has set them up to falsely arrest him. Falsely arrest him. Exactly. And then he slaps them with a lawsuit. A million dollar, a million dollar lawsuit. lawsuit. Good lord. And Batman's going to have to show up in court out of his secret identity. Yeah, he's going to have to reveal his secret Very identity. Very calamitous. Yeah, that's one of the weird and <laughs> wonderful things about this series is that Batman the Vigilante, Batman the uh, Dark Knight, is a fully deputized agent of the law. He doesn't show up on rooftops at night. They call him and he comes to yeah. the police station and in, they In chat. broad daylight. Like, look, we're just lost on this one, Batman. Yeah. Could you They're give us always a hint? lost. 
Very few of the events in this show ever take place at night. It's almost always during the day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, because the day's so much more colorful. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Man, everyone in this series, like Commissioner Gordon and the police chief, police O'Hara. chief O'Hara. Chief O'Hara. He <laughs> only appears in this show. But he's, I love O'Hara. Like, <laughs> he, the, the stereotypical Irish cop. And, yeah, it's like, oh, look, it's a riddle from the Riddler. He's just dumbfounded us yeah, a dozen times. What do you think, Chief O'Hara? I say we make it 13, sir. <laughs> We've tried nothing and we're all out of ideas. <laughs> exactly. So Batman shows up and like, oh, well, you know, it's Peels. And, oh. everyone, and all the cops go, oh, and, and she, of course. And we O'Hara's like, oh, we were an yes. idiot. How didn't we think of that? You said it yourself. You were an idiot. That's how it didn't happen. The earnest delivery of everything. When Commissioner Gordon is like, I don't know who he is behind that mask, but I know when we and we need him now. <laughs> and then he lifts the glass off of the. And it makes the bat- like a pop sound. Yeah. Like the beautiful. The bat phone is under glass. Of course. Like it's a meal of some it's kind. It's a dessert. Yeah. You know, he just lifts the glass off, presses the button, and gets Alfred Pennyworth, who just immediately goes, I'll get him, sir. And then back to Commissioner Gordon. Good luck. He's at home. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did you ever imagine that Commissioner Gordon was always just like, oh man, I really hope Batman's at home. He, well, he really out. could be out. You know, he's, he's Batman. He's Batman. Exactly. And, and he's a wealthy socialite. I mean, they don't know they don't that. Know that. Yeah. But yeah. luckily, Batman is home because Bruce Wayne is giving money to some kind of charity and they're all, it's some anti-crime charity or whatever. And he's like, gosh, you know, if only we'd had this Years ago, perhaps my parents wouldn't have been killed by dastardly villains. Yeah, they're eating that shit up. It's amazing, because we don't need an origin story. That's no. all we need. Oh, yeah, yeah my parents were killed Kill. by dastardly villains and years then, ago. Immediately, Alfred comes up and whispers loudly in his ear for everyone to hear, The bat phone, sir. <laughs> that was I, not I, very I'm sorry, subtle. I'm sorry, did, you, did, your, did your butler just let you know that the bat phone is going off? What? <coughs> oh, pardon me. Uh, pardon me. Uh, Alfred has just reminded me that I promised to take my young ward, Dick Grayson, out fishing. Which, if you'll excuse me. Okay, so I just watched Brokeback Mountain this weekend, and uh, that—that's really the the whole basis of uh, every lie they tell their wives. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna go fishing. We're going up fishing. Brokeback Mountain. I wish I could quit you. Oh, man. And angling. So, yeah, that, that kind of resounded through the episode. And like, oh, yeah. oh, it's it's a it's a fishing trip, Batman, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Holy barracudas. That's a, well, that sounds swell, Bruce. Doesn't yeah. it, Aunt Harriet? Aunt Harriet. That's a weird character, it right? It is. I guess they decided that having Bruce have a young ward with no mother figure around at all was a little too much. Bruce, an old man and a young teenager. It, it only Pretty exists standard on family this, unit. Like, she exists only on this show, too. Yeah. And I think it's specifically because back in the day with the adventures of Superman, you would always see Jimmy Olsen over at Clark Kent's house in the morning having breakfast. breakfast. And they used to do uh, cereal commercials as well. And Lois Lane wasn't allowed to be in them because the sponsor didn't want Lois to be there because they're like, oh. She spent the night. Yeah. Yet they didn't seem to have any problem with the idea that Jimmy was there in the morning. So by the 60s, they're thinking of that, but they're not thinking about it quite enough. Yeah. Because there's still that, like, you know, that's... It's, uh... I'm thinking of it. It's there. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 
<laughs> it's not even subtext, really. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's pretty in your face. There are a lot of really long looks between the two of them. There's some of the faces. They share a secret. They do. Okay. They are men bound together with an incredible secret. Yeah. And tights. And you, in this episode... It's you go a, ahead of me on the climb, Robin. Yeah, yeah that was great. Like, oh, I'll be right behind subtle. you. Subtle. It was a, a little disturbing in this episode. They clearly aren't wearing dancer's belts. For those not in the know, when you wear tights, especially in ballet, you wear what's called a dancer's belt. It hides your bulge, essentially. It, it smooths everything out down there into a uniform shape. Yeah. So that you aren't showing off your goodies through your Little tights. Batman. Th- this stuff wasn't supposed to be seen on Blu-ray in high def. Adam West's Batmite is on full display here. Oh, yeah. No. And what, what I found really fascinating that I hadn't really noticed before just watching the show growing up mm-hmm. is that Robin is wearing flesh-colored tights. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He isn't wearing shorts. Yeah. They're flesh-colored tights. I like to assume that uh, Burt Ward is very hairy. And he just had really hairy legs. And yeah, that, that would totally ruin the illusion of yeah. him being a nubile teenager. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what I noticed, and I don't know whether this continues later into the series, but in this episode at least, Batman's cape is dual layered. Like Robin's he, as well. And it's puffy too. Like They're doing some volumizing here. But yeah, mm-hmm. Batman has the bottom of his cape is in the standard bat curves, I guess. Those points connected by U-curves. Then there's another layer on top of that with offset U-curves as well, so that he's got two layers of those points on his cape. Yeah, I don't recall that in later seasons, but it could just be an issue of definition. We're watching these on the beautiful new Blu-ray set, and wow, they look great. Yeah, and and it's the same with Robbins. He has apparently two capes. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I don't know. But this episode, in addition to starting out with a huge bang, gives us a lot of classic Batman stuff right off the bat. The Batusi is in this episode. (laughs) Oh my god. Batman gets drugged. Batman gets drugged, or as he puts it, doped. Or pardon me, doped. (laughs) Yeah, Batman, like you do, goes to a club and orders a fresh squeezed orange juice. Like you do. Like you do. He goes especially for Batman. A go-go club. It is a sixties go-go club happening. By the way, Robin can't get in. He's underage. He has to wait in the car. (laughs) But he's watching on the closed circuit TV, and he is loving it. Especially when Batman starts dancing. Yeah, when Batman starts dancing, oh man, Robin is practically licking his lips. He is so into it. (laughs) He's right there with us. Like, oh man, the bad two C. Yes, (laughs) it's amazing. If you'd been in that car, you would have done the same thing. Yeah, definitely. And and Molly, the uh, Jill St. John. Yeah, the mall that Batman's dancing with is like, you really know how to cut a cape, Batman. (laughs) Oh, I see. So, basically, he gets drugged by a drugged orange juice, Mm -hmm. and he's too drunk to drive the Batmobile, so the cops show up and take his keys away? Yeah, you're in no condition to drive. Batman, give me the keys. And he's right with him, like, yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. The the reason that he's in such a hurry to go, though, is because Robin's Robin's been kidnapped by the Riddler. And the Riddler then tried to steal the car. But luckily, before Robin got uh, incapacitated, he uh, turned on the anti-theft device, which consists of a little sign that says anti-theft device that you fold down. And on the the opposite (laughs) side, it says start button. It's like, oh, beautiful. Batman, you've done it again. (laughs) It sets off a bunch of Roman candles to attract the police. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, the Riddler's all pissed about this. He's like, well, if I can't have the car, I'll burn it. So he like tosses like a grenade or some crap into the car, but the Batistat 
detects that it's gotten too hot in the car mm-hmm. and cools that right off. <laughs> and the Riddler could not be more angry. So but he, he just... has to escape underground at that time, so he really yeah. has to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And then Batman comes there. Let's take you, Robin. I gotta get Robin. This is okay. I can drive. <laughs> and the bat signal's going, and, oh, and the cops man. are like, "Oh, we can't tell him. He can't show up to see the commissioner in this condition." And like it cuts back to the police, and they're all looking their watch, and like, "Where's, oh, where's Batman? Where's Batman? Where's Batman? <laughs> What's going on? He couldn't be drunk, drunk could he?" <laughs> And then we get to the classic, will the uh, boy wonder escape this time? Will Batman be in time? Blah, 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 blah. Tune in next. I legitimately want to know. Tune in tomorrow. But not quite at the same bat time and bat channel yet. It's just the same time and same channel. Yeah, yeah. The bat time and bat channel hasn't come into play just yet. They'll figure that one out. Yeah. It's like, but man, like Here, it, here's a hint. The worst is yet to come. <laughs> and I'm like, oh crap, they're going to go Game of Thrones on us. Oh man. It's going to be the Red Wedding next time. The amazing thing is just how rapidly it goes by. Like, yeah. It felt like <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah, it really did. The epi- Without commercials, these episodes fly by. Mm-hmm. You know, unlike watching Next Gen where you feel like you're getting your hours worth. These are like snack sized. They're like, boom, gone. It's like, oh, I could have another. Yeah, and before you know it, you know it'll be four a.m. and you've watched a, a season of Batman. <laughs> time well spent. It Hell is. Yeah. It is time well spent. Well, and, and so for this particular episode, obviously we have a lot of the the major points. We we have the Bat Two C. We got the Batmobile. We have the Bat Hook and Batarang. The Batarang, oh, bat which which folds up, which and is yeah. amazing. Our, our first wall walk. Where our first wall walk. Wall. Oh, and it's beautiful. And Frank Gorshin as the Riddler, arguably my very favorite Batman villain oh, from yeah, the, yeah. the original series. I'd say, yeah, Frank Gorshin followed very closely by Cesar Romero as the uh, Joker. There are so many great villains on this there show. Really Vincent were. Price's Egghead. Yeah, and the Penguin. Burgess Meredith. Thank you. Yeah, because Burgess Meredith is amazing. And the glee with which he plays the Penguin. Like, clearly... Burgess Meredith is having the time of his life playing the Penguin. I think all of these every, actors... Every actor. You know, it's like, hey, do you want to come on Batman and just really fucking cut loose? <laughs> Would you like to be on our show and just be fucking bonkers? Yes. Yes, I would. And this show has kind of a bad reputation because I think people really misunderstood the show. People yeah. think it's campy and it is not as self-aware as it is. But it is so self-aware yeah it, like they are clearly doing a parody of batman before anyone knew what batman was and i think a lot of people blame this batman for the dumbing down of comics for a while and that's unfair because really the dumbing down of comics happened before this show started it happened with what's his nuts the seduction of the innocent guy yeah i can't yeah, remember his I name right remember. now uh, wiener von werner <laughs> whatever the comics code basically. the comic code came in and you know starting in the 50s and moving into the 60s they really started to get goofy and silly with their comics superboy batman became all bright colors and this didn't happen after the 60s batman series it happened before the 60s 60s Batman series was essentially following suit. You know, it's getting pretty silly. Let's see how silly it can get. Mm-hmm. And more than that, the 66 Batman series is so self-
self-aware that it's very clever. Oh, it's, yeah. it's a really smart series. It's just really playing with this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's so much fun. I would have no qualms about introducing someone to Batman through oh, the totally. 60s series. The Batman animated series may be my ultimate version of Batman, but this is probably the most fun version of Batman. Mm-hmm. The current, the Brave and the Bold stuff, it's mm-hmm. definitely kind of following from this, oh, yeah. but kind of also playing with just the darker version of Batman. This is just Batman being pure fun. Yeah, it's pretty like, great. Taking all of those characters and doing them the silliest, most exaggerated versions of those characters. And it's amazing what they managed to do in this series, too. Like, the sets are really great. They made use of really everything that they had. There must have been a World's Fair going on. They're like, let's get down there and shoot. We'll just throw up some signs that say Gotham. Boom. Now we've got a Gotham's World Fair. Moldavia. 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 <laughs> yeah, the episode opens with us checking out the Moldavia exhibit at the Gotham's World Fair. But even more than that, like, the before the series came out, they started it off with a movie. The uh, 60s Batman Man movie and I had no idea that fantastic. I had no yeah, idea that came movie. before the TV series. Oh, yeah. but, and well, well, not long before the TV series. It, like, it basically was sort of the pilot episode. Yeah, for the essentially, show. right. And basically, the the reason they did it that way is so that they could budget all of the really cool gadgets that they wanted into, particularly the vehicles. Yeah, into the movie budget, and that way, when the series comes to fruition, they don't have to worry about budgeting for a Batmobile or a Batboat or the Batcopter or anything like that yeah it's all been paid for you know they now have the really swank batcave set all of it is done so now they've got they've got all these assets to play with and they've got all of the characters set up because you know the batman movie had penguin catwoman joker riddler they Mm -hmm. were all there Mm -hmm. yeah exactly like they have the the costumes they have the actors yeah it is great stuff and clever way to do it too you know Mm -hmm. like oh let's uh budget this all in here and now We've got all this stuff to play with. Very cool. It is. So, uh, the first episode of Batman. How, how do we want to rank this? Like, I don't know. Oh, Batarangs? O'Hara befuddlements? <laughs> it's hard to rank because it's hey, just do you want... such pure joy. We could rank it by glasses of fresh squeezed orange juice. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I would give this. I would give this a full pitcher of orange juice. Oh yeah, totally delicious. Sounds Freshly good. Freshly squeezed, just the way Batman likes it. Honestly, at this point, it's hard to imagine anything getting a lower ranking because it's just such sheer fun. It's great stuff. I mean, I love the '60s Batman series, and I'm so happy that it's finally on Blu-ray. Because for a long time, it looked like Batman was never going to make it to home video. It had had such a weird rights history. Yeah, well, the thing about it was there were so many guest stars and cameos that, like, uncredited much of the time, too. What would happen, a common trope on the Batman show would be that Batman and Robin would be walking up the side of a building and then some celebrity of the day would poke their head out the window Mm -hmm. and go, oh gosh, Batman, what are you doing here? And they'd have a quick little back and forth and then they'd be gone. But while they had signed contracts for their rights for broadcast television, back in the 60s, home video wasn't even a thing. Basically didn't exist till the 80s. Exactly. So now home video comes out and now these rights have to be renegotiated. They got to figure out how much they're going to pay these people that were originally on the show because that's that's just the law, you know. They've got to get their royalties. And for a long time it looked like that was going to be such a mess that we were never going to get Batman on home video. But it's 2015 now and I guess a lot of those people are very dead. Yeah. And and Shout Factory has very good lawyers. They do. They do. Shout Factory does great work. 
Oh man, they're the best. I'm super happy to see this on Blu-ray. It looks so good. I want it so it's bad. <laughs> I, I wish I had the money to pick this set up because it's glorious. I, I'm super pleased that I pre-ordered it as soon yeah. as it came out. Yeah, I, I mean, I want that super deluxe set because that's got such great stuff with it. Yeah, oh, the cards like, I mean, are beautiful. The, yeah, the, the scrapbook is amazing. It came with a Batmobile, too. Comes with a Batmobile? Yeah. Diecast Batmobile. Oh, man. Great stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so I think that was a successful away mission. Yeah. I think so. Thank you for joining us for our very first one. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. The Diecast Enterprise is a nonstop pop production. If you enjoy the show and want to support it, please check out the Patreon at patreon.com slash pags, P-A-G-Z. You can also follow us on social media. You'll find links on our website, diecast-enterprise.com or nonstop-pop.com. Thanks for listening. Live long and prosper.